Hi everybody, thanks for joining me today again on The Fine Line. This is Good Sense Amelia, and this is the ecology episode. I'm going to talk about um, the biggest threats to our ecology, or this, you know, our, our planet as a system, and immediate solutions in order of words. What can you do starting today? What changes can you make um, if you are willing? And I hope you are. Um, so... First, though, on a personal note, I'd just like to tell everybody that I am doing this show for my boyfriend. Um, I've been having nightmares. Uh, they are terrible. I have nightmares that Western Civ collapses before he uh, comes to live with me. Um, he's always, I grew up in the Rockies. He's always wanted to live in the Rockies, and right now he's taking care of his family in the state where we met, and the plan was for him to join me later. But I keep having these dreams about um the end of western civ and not ever seeing him again and so this is like a terrible fear and i know that any spiritual guru would tell me f you know fear is the opposite of love or whatever but this is like a normal healthy fear i think that is going to hopefully preserve <laughs> a little bit of you know life or something the reason we have fear as an emotion is to preserve our lives um it you know it gives mothers the strength to lift vehicles when their children are trapped underneath. Um, so, and I believe this is somewhat of a healthy fear. I've tried to kill myself twice in my life, um, serious attempts, one, once when I was 12, once when I was 25. And so there's, please don't fool yourself into thinking that I actually care about everybody enough to do this for, for everyone. No, this is because I want to see my boyfriend again. And I love him enough to give a crap about everybody else's consequences. So with all that being said, we're going to talk about the four biggest threats to the ecology. And the first one is severely degraded agricultural land. Um, what's, happen what's happening right now is that we are losing mycelium and mycorrhiza and minerals and uh, soil quality and all the most, well, not all, but um, much of our agricultural land is being salinized or some in some other way degraded and unsuitable for further agricultural use or it needs, um, you know, huge inputs of other resources to restore it. And so if we keep going the way we're going now, our really, our, our only predictable future is um, massive famine because we cannot create new agricultural land. I mean, you can briefly do that, maybe in an artificial way, but there's no real sustainable, lasting way without um, resource input to create agricultural land. Um, next, atmospheric changes. Um, so we've increased carbon, and we have seen measurable changes in our atmospheric patterns. Um, I don't really care what you call it, but I would call it extremely uncomfortable, really. It's what it's happened is the swings seem to be wider and things happen. It's just, it's it's a kind of ridiculous. And I'm, I'm not even really so much concerned about our comfort as I am concerned about if we have severe atmospheric changes and then what if plants are unable to uh, produce normally. Then we're going to have... Um, reduction in food from that, as well as probably reduction in oxygen production, which will f actually further damage the land because without oxygen production, you don't have new sources of ozone, which we need. Um, next, growing scarcity of fresh water. This I don't have to talk too much about. I think um, almost everybody on every continent is starting to feel this, whether it's you can't water your lawn more than three days a week, which 
I don't really care about those people. I care a lot more about the people who don't even have access to, um, you know, fresh drinking water. I don't give a crap about anybody's lawn. Um, <laughs> and the next would obviously be the depletion of resources, which has two major impacts. First is growing landfills and air quality degradation, if you're depending on whether you're piling it or burning it. And the second would be uh, no, ga no gasoline means that we cannot have, we can't sustain a global economy. You can't ship food across oceans or continents without gasoline. Unless, you know, that one is a little bit less um, severe because I think that there may be other options for uh, long distance travel, although I think we probably overuse it. But that still doesn't get us out of the fact that depleting all of our resources still gets us nowhere except eventually dead. Okay, so immediate solutions. Most of my, what I talk about comes from either the transition town movement or the permaculture movement. Um, some people are purists one way or the other, and I don't really care. I'm more interested in being effective and doing what works. So if I say something and it seems overbearing or overwhelming, or you think, gosh, that wouldn't work in my situation, I would encourage you to write down the idea that you feel pulled to and then find a way to do it in your particular situation. We're all human beings. We can adapt things to our environments. That's what got us here in the first place, and you are quite capable. Um, so Transition Town, Wikipedia that, and Permaculture, if you want to learn more. Otherwise, here are my immediate helpful solutions. First thing is, if you're politically inclined, I highly encourage you to go to city council or town council or whatever meetings, or if you are... A involved in larger um, governmental arenas like governorship or any sort of legislative process, um, what I really want to see is a change of ordinances um, so that people are able to have small amounts of small livestock, maybe for eggs, maybe two or three chickens or something in city limits. Um, I'd also like to see there be less or absolutely no laws that require people to have nothing but like a well-manicured lawn in their front yard because any land that you have that you own or that you have access to, um, having a lawn on it basically is like saying, I'm so rich I don't have to put this land into production for anything. It's not being used for bees. It's not being used for herbs. It's, I mean, nothing. So, And it's using up precious, precious water. So please, if you are politically inclined, work towards changing your uh, local ordinances, which leads right into victory gardens. You know, we did this during World War II to help um, cut down on resource consumption because we needed to focus energy elsewhere. Well, we're kind of in the same boat here. If we don't have victory gardens, we will continue to rely on mass agriculture or commercial agriculture, which is monocropping, which degrades soil. So victory gardening, I feel like, is one of the biggest keys. Even if you just have a windowsill or a patio, you can still grow, like, a pot of tomatoes and a pot of rosemary, or so, you know, which is two less things that you do not have to buy at the store. Um, and, and moving on, um, dwellings um, need to be able to be you know, uh, temperature needs to be able to be regulated easier without relying so much on air conditioning. I know it's getting hotter, but the more air conditioning we use, the hotter it's going to continue to get. So um, it's important to right now start making changes um, in terms of being able to insulate your house or get um, 
windows that are either, you know, thermal regulated or get good drapes or, or something to that effect. If you live in dry areas, you can make a homemade swamp cooler by hanging a damp towel in front of an open window. If you're in a humid area, I don't really know. Um, go in the basement. <laughs> You'll have to figure that out for yourself. I'm from the desert, so... Um, and then let's see there, the one, the one idea that I'd like to leave you with in terms of weather is that there's no such thing as bad weather. There's only bad clothes. And that is a Norwegian proverb, <laughs> which is funny because in America, most descendants of Norwegians really complain about the weather, <laughs> but I think that's because they live in Minnesota. Anyway, um, thanks for joining me today. Um, that's everything and yeah have have a good night